What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lauren St. Victor. We got Jack Walker, Pearson, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing? How was your week? What is up? I watched Troll, the number one movie on Netflix. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> it's about a giant troll. It's a, it's a Norwegian film that's dubbed poorly at best uh-huh. and it's the number one movie on netflix and it's hot garbage hot 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 garbage i don't know if it loses in translation if it loses in the in the dubs i don't know but that movie is trash and a half and i don't know why it's number one and uh you want a really good trash holiday movie it's so bad it's impossibly good movies to watch go ahead it's called rare exports okay and it is the true origin story of Santa Claus. This is how it was made. I'll just give you the backstory of how the film was made. A company made a short film, like a little five minute, five to seven minute short film that was just for their employees. And that short film somehow got so, someone dropped it and then it went everywhere and it was so phenomenal that they ended up making a feature based off the short, which is supposed to just be an inside gag for their company. I want to watch it. You I'm said it's so back. bad, it's good. Is it impossibly right. good, or is it so bad, it's good? It's so bad, it's impossibly good. Okay. I'm looking mm-hmm. at it right now, 9DB. It's got a 6.6. So that's not bad for something that shouldn't even it's, exist. Right. It's bad. I'm going to check it out. Check that out. I will. You check it out first. And, oh, but the, the short film has a 7.8. <laughs> I'll have to watch both. <laughs> I think I'm going to just watch the short film. Short film's pretty good, too. Short film's, yeah, short film's great. <laughs> How else was your week, Chris? Oh, and then I watched uh, Batman Returns. That movie is hornier than I remembered it. Did you say hornier? Hornier yes. or cornier? Hornier. <laughs> he said horny. <laughs> Penguin is such a molester in that movie. He really is. Yeah. I, I mean, really I knew is. it, but like watching it now, maybe I'm watching it through like Me Too Eyes, but I'm like... No, you're not watching through Me Too Eyes. His main beef with Batman is like Catwoman chose him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer totally steals that movie. Hands oh, down. Yeah. And Michael yeah, Keaton's I mean, like barely in it. Batman's yes. barely in this. Yes. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Batman Returns as an adult, as a Batman movie. It's not a Batman movie. But Michelle Pfeiffer, she does. I don't know. She kills it. She kills it. It's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. That's what we were watching Christmas movies last night. We picked picked Batman Returns. Mistletoe is deadly if you eat it. A kiss could be even deadlier. Deadlier if you mean it. You mean it. (laughs) 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 What do you mean, no, Rich? It's true, Rich. How was your week, Rich? Uh, my week was all right. I worked a lot. In fact, I just came from work. Well, nah, maybe like a couple hours ago. Um, other than that, I haven't really watched much. Uh, no, I did watch uh my shows. Kind of, I did play. What was it? Jeez, oh, I'm still foggy in the brain. I will go from a nap. It was a very bad video game. I, I made a whole video of it, it, a video with no commentary. I should have had commentary on it. It was, oh, Jesus. 
Come back to me. I'll be hold on. Give me. Let me get. Okay, Jack. How was your week? Wow. Yeah. yeah pretty. Pretty uneventful. I worked. Uh, I worked seven days, six days this week, so didn't have much free time. Yo, I'll tell you the thing that stuck out was Chris watching your kid just laugh maniacally as he was owning someone on a video game. I he was owning me. We were playing Fight Night, and he was. He does something where. I can't. I, he was winning. He was going crazy that like he was winning. <laughs> well, that was basically my week. So, anyone who wants to partake in what my week was, go check out the Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk Instagram account and go to the Reels and watch Chris St. Victor's kid own him <laughs> and <laughs> laugh <good>. maniacally <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that was that was the highlight of my week was probably watching that video because I knew what was happening even without really knowing what was happening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Um my week uneventful too. I had like three jobs worked every day this week. Um, but I did get and I uh showed you guys it, I throw it on the gram. Behind me, you can see it. There's no better way to have a shelf for your toys than a shelf that is built like a oh. fire escape for your yeah. toys to hang off of. I need it is, that in my life so it, bad. It, it's pretty dope. And no you need good. a shelf for them anyway. So you see yeah. that, Rich? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. cool, man. It's pretty cool. I uh, Watching Chainsaw Man, I'm still behind. I'm where they are. You know, they're stuck in, on the eighth floor of that uh, the apartment building, and he just went into the devil's mouth and yeah. he's just catching wreck that yo it's it's so freaking good chainsaw man is dope and the second it gets like corny or campy in a good way it still drops all the way in and it gets ins- yeah it's real. it's just it's fantastic um out of the genre watching really bad christmas movies at my because my wife suggested let's watch some of these you know, the Christmas movies where the guy or the girl are loners and it's all about their careers and they have to go back to this, some small town where they remember. <laughs> they all fall in all love. those Hallmark it's Lifetime same. movies are the same. It's the same thing. I'm a working woman. I'm too busy for love. Yes. Or, I'm, this, or, or like, I'm a recording artist and I don't have time. Mm. Yo, oh, you know, man. Christmas Story came out with a sequel. It's on HBO. Yes. yes. Has anyone watched it? Not, Not yet. yet. I was a little yeah. hesitant. Yeah, it's like they're all grown up. I think he has a family now. Don't mess with my childhood. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah Willow wasn't. Are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Rich, can yes. I come back to you now? Yes, I'm, ba- you? I'm back. I'm back. I snapped out of it slightly. Um, so what I did this week, I watched uh, Bleach: Blood Wars. How was right. that? I'm sorry, the thousand thousand year Blood War. It's all right. I'm out. I'm like in episode three right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't think I'm gonna spoil anything. Pretty much, it's like uh, he's, he's fighting Quincy's. If every, people don't know what the Quincy's are, it's part of one of his uh, one of his friends who fight um, the, the the Hollows. And their jobs are pretty much to eradicate Hollows, whereas the Soul Reavers Reavers were or they kind of save souls. If that makes sense, even though they they fight Hollows as well, but they 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 bring them back to the Soul Society. So that's what they're kind of explaining right now. Yeah, but they're like more powerful than than his his current friend. Watch that. The game in, in which I downloaded first of all it was on Game Pass, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make a video of it. And I did no commentary, and I should have did commentary, 
because I played a little bit of it and I instantly down um uninstalled it from my Xbox because oh okay <laughs> it's like that huh? <laughs> it was it was not good it was Gungrave um for those who don't know Gungrave is also an anime and a manga and it's about a dude that pretty much carries around a coffin size like gun case that has guns and missiles and all types of crap in it and he's like i think he's like genetically engineered or like he was dead and they brought him back to life and he fights for like a person but he has dope guns like dope like kind of two-sided guns you know twin pairs pairs of guns look awesome he's a badass he really doesn't talk much but um the game i don't know what i was thinking it was free i was like i'm gonna play this and it was no. free and it was still too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took my time. It paid I paid with it for my time. Yeah. Right. And the greatest uh, commodity. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, and I watch Willow. Yeah. Yep, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I watched Willow. That was that was my uh <laughs> nice good weeks, I guess. Sort of good weeks. Chris's son had a great week. I'll tell he you that did. much. <laughs> Chris, I got a question for you, man. What's that, Lawrence? What would you call the Fantastic Four if Snoop Dogg joined the team? What would you call the Fantastic Four if Snoop Dogg joined the team? Wait, 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 wait. Rich, 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 rich. You can't nope. start shaking your head before the punchline, brother. You got, <laughs> you're hating. You That's called hating. To to, no. You gotta have an open mind and give it a chance. So, Lawrence, I swear to you, me. if it's what? some for shizzle, dizzle, nizzleness in this, I'm leaving. You're hating, Rich. All right, go, go right ahead. What do you call it, Lawrence? The high five. <laughs> <laughs> No. Do no. you get it? Because it's five of them. And, and they got baby double me. dribble, baby. Yes, no. <laughs> my nizzle, baby. Wow. No? No. Nothing. All right, nothing. fine. No. Then, you know, let's go down the street, make it right to the stop sign, and let them alight, and that'll bring us to the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the Collector's Corner, we take something out of our toy shelf, something out of our comic book shelf case, something out of our video game. You guys got me all messed up. And we present our stuff to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. What do you guys got? Well, something I... Oh, you want to go, Jack? Did I show you guys my Casey Jones? No. No. Let me do that. (laughs) I did an unboxing of this. That's why I was confused. This is my... Oh, that's dope. Yeah, this guy's dope. He glows in the dark. It's my huh. uh, Comic Con exclusive 2022. I think it's 2022 Comic Con exclusive Casey Jones. Dope. And he's dope. got a couple heads. I always like Casey Jones. I thought he was cool. I feel like he should dope. like Casey... have his own series, man. Casey Jones is dope. He needs his own series. So he's got he's got this pack backpack. It also glow. Everything glows in the dark. That's why it's a weird color. And uh, he Candy comes, with, yeah, yeah. He he's got all these weapons. He's got yeah. his his uh, cricket bat, his golf club. He's got his, of course, more golf clubs. He didn't come with a baseball bat though, which I thought was mm. weird because when I think mm. of Casey Jones, I think of hockey stick and uh, baseball bat. Pretty yeah. exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, there will be a more in depth video of this where I do an unboxing. 
which oddly was done in the past, but will be released in the future. And the only other thing I'll show you, he comes with a bunch of hands and stuff, but he came with this other kind of like Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah that's cool. It's like the, the crow. It is. It's kind of like the crow. He's a very cool kind of toy, though. He's got decent mobility, except his feet keep falling off. Like his limbs don't like stand. Is that <laughs> that's, so that's, that's a pretty big problem? Yeah. <laughs> but, is that but is that NECA? He, is that Super Seven? Do you know who made who makes the toy? Man, I don't remember. I talk about it in the unboxing video, but um, he stands up really well, even with that heavy backpack. Hmm. So like mm-hmm. this little dude doesn't have McFarland problems. Oh, for what it's worth. Okay. Nice. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty dope though. I, I'm kind of kind of dig him. Yeah. I, I'm I'm always been a big fan of Casey Jones. If you guys want to see some really cool Casey Jones content, Bat in the Sun has a kick-ass versus Casey Jones. You know he <laughs> got made. Down. A, he got made as a parody. He was supposed to just kind of be like a gag thing, but he ended up really popping off. Hmm. In the comic books, Casey Jones, he was just supposed to be a joke. Yeah, his his first introduction was in a Raphael comic, and then he just kind of he really just he ended up being like a fan favorite. Okay. All right, Casey Jones. Chris, what you got, man? So I actually did it. I have did an unboxing video of this also, but I opened up my Revelations Battle Cat. Yeah, you got that a year ago, Chris. Look, <laughs> look, look. What matters is I just opened it now. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm not gonna lie to you. It seems disproportionate to the He-Man. Yeah. 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 Not big enough. I don't know, man. If you look at it's a big, retro- he's big though. Yeah, but so here's the retro battle cat in He-Man, right? Yeah, that feels yeah. better. And then look at the the Revelations battle cat. I think it's the saddle. Yeah, he doesn't it might be the saddle. And then you know what? This guy, no, he doesn't. The rev, the so the retro one, he fits in really, really well. This yeah. one. <laughs> so for those, those of you who can't see, uh, He Man took a nosedive off the battle cat. You yeah, can't get, you can't, you can't spread his legs a little bit more. I'm Ooh. trying. I'm tr- I've tried everything. I tried spreading. Hey, hey, I tried hey. talking dirty to him. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think actually, to be honest with you, I think it's his loincloth. I tried Long. talking dirty to him. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because on the origins. It's just like underwear. It is the the loincloth doesn't hang low. Here yeah. it hangs low, so it gets in the way. He hangs low on that one. I'm not, it's I'm not still dope. I'm feeling the I'm feeling the Russian one a little bit well, more than the Revelations I, one. I tell you what I like about the Revelations. Can you take off the helmet? His uh, mask? That's another thing. I complained about this in my video. The helmet fits nicely, but, but... but it's cringer. So you it get a cringer. Hold on. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, but he he's always Battle Cat. I like the fact he, that the he, other one you can you can have him be cringer when you want him to be cringer, and then Battle Cat when you change. Uh, you know why? <laughs> he man's just jumping off like, I all of it. Oh man, you do you know why this is always Battle Cat? Why and not cringer? Why? Because this toy is based off of a sculpt from like some safari line, right? Yeah. As opposed yeah. to its own sculpt, so that's why. If you're but talking about this, one, maybe that's also why the other one seems disproportionate because maybe. as cringer, you don't want him super massive. Yeah, the original, yeah. Oh, is that it? There he is. That's, that's the, the original. original. That's yeah, the, that's oh, the original. Shoot. 
But no, the, the other toy is uh the body's the same. They just the head sculpt is cringier. They didn't yeah. change the body of that toy. It's just the um they didn't make a, a saddle that would fit the revelations loincloth. The fact that he had it just sitting right to the left of him. Just ready to go. Always, man. Yeah. You think, always. You think we plan that? We just get it. Just, just how it works. So toys are it. always on hand, out of the box, ready to go. Rich, what do you got? Nothing as nostalgic as that one, because I had that, and the, I everyone had that. I think my mother threw all my toys away. I'm be honest with you. I I think she probably did too. Yeah, but, but bit by bit, like my mom did. Like you didn't realize it was gone until like you'd probably been gone for a while. Yeah, like I was out the house. She didn't say a word. Just like yeah, these are gone. I'm like okay, Man. cool, go cool, go. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I just got a uh, this bad boy, and this is a problem. But um, Wolverine, X Men, Pop, yo, big, big you're going down the rabbit hole. Wow, oh, that's cool. Man, these things are big. One. These things are big. That's what she said. It's cool. the big that's one. Cool. But yeah, but my man it looks dope. He has the comic print in the back. I don't know what number. Maybe Jack might know. He's I like know standing that. on top. All I know of, is that 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 looks incredible, dude. You can. You're not gonna stop. Like these these comic book cover printed Funkos. They're making them for like everything, Rich. Yeah, you're not gonna stop. You have a whole now. You you created a whole new lane, and they're they're harder to um to stock because they're bigger boxes. Yeah, they're bigger. It's <laughs> like I don't even know how I'm gonna do this. But uh, and they come in like a, a hard case, like a protective case. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't even know how I'm gonna do this. But um, this is the this is in his uh, brown, his yellow, brown, and black uh, outfit. Yeah, and he's like standing on or oh, orange. Excuse me. Yes, you're right. He's standing on like kind of like a snowy, rocky uh, ground base. It's pretty alright, but yeah, the 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 cover is dope. He's like on the top of the all of his villains, yes. all of his nemesis. There, he's well, like, that, yeah. that makes sense with Magneto being there. You know, the, yeah, the that comic where Magneto ripped out all his adamantium. Listen, maybe he got oh. the upper hand on him. You know, snuck up on him. It, maybe clearly, I don't know. clearly, yeah, that's what happened. But yeah, this is a dope little piece. Well, big piece, actually. I don't even know how I'm going to do this. I have this one in. And the Black Panther. And Black Panther, yeah. I don't know how. How I'm are you going to start stocking those? I don't know. Like, I'm still. <laughs> this one behind me, I'm still messing with yes. that. What is that? Fatal Attractions. That's oh, the yeah. one. Fatal Attractions. Yeah. Yep. Like, I'm I, have, I have all the holographic covers that I thought would be worth a ton of money, and they're not. But, <laughs> but it's such a sick comic, that one. Yeah. See, I I'm always tossed up between what I think my favorite Wolverine costume is, and it's always that one, the orange and brown, or the yellow and blue. Yeah. But I pretty much don't like any of the other ones. I'm like meh, meh, meh. I always want one of those two. Yeah. I like the modern yellow and blue when he doesn't have the underwear. Hmm. I don't know why Wolverine. I feel like Wolverine shouldn't have underwear on the outside. I feel like yeah, he, he's <laughs> free freestyling the you whole know? time. <laughs> Oh yeah, just um, a modern, just a modern one, right? Yeah, that's it. Except, yeah. except he doesn't have the he. So he's like the updated modern. Because um, mm-hmm. do I have one? I don't have. You know the other, the old school one. He had blue underwear on the outside. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, everyone's biting off a of Superman. Oh man! All right. So my collector's corner. You know the same victors are always in sync, man. So I have. I got this from Costco. This is dope. This is a Masters of the Ooh. Universe book, and inside of it, it tells you everything from like the beginnings of it. Like Chris said, where they um 
where they got the idea from the original artwork because he-man was a barbarian so you kind of get That's like that sick. artwork here mm -hmm. it goes into like all the action figures it has the toys it shows you all the toys in it <laughs> and then i mean if you, and then you he gives you the artwork because that i don't know if you guys remember that master's artwork was sick back in the yeah. day and it actually it goes all the way to revelations like it brings you oh. like the whole kind of He-Man, Dolph Lundgren's in here. I was gonna say, is Dolph in there? Dolph is in here. Shira's in here. Does it, it have Thunder Punch He-Man in the, the in the figures? Say it again. Thunder Punch He-Man. Thunder Punch He-Man. Which, which, which my favorite one? Which one that you put the caps in the back of the backpack and you turn oh, it? Oh yeah. It pop. Uh, I remember that one. I mean, it looks like they have all of everything in that book. They do. I'm trying to find. I'm sure he's in here somewhere. But um, those caps they used to put them in everything back in the everything, day. right? Remember the way he everything cap. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just a dope book, man. And it even shows you like the other toy lines that came out with um Super Sevens had their classics. So it kind of brings you just all of him and got this at Costco, man, for fourteen ninety nine. Super Seven has some. Incredible toys. They started dropping all the Silverhawk figures. Those are questionable. Those are questionable. It's cool that they're there, though. I know. They should be made. They should be chromed out, though. Sorry. Not sorry. They should be made. Oh, no, 100%. You're kind of right. Can you no, imagine man. if they're all die cast? Did, they got to make like a die cast Optimus Prime. They probably do. They, I'm sure that someone has. It's probably like 300 metal. bucks. Do you guys remember Bionic 6? Bionic 6 toys? Yeah. So they were diecast, like diecast GI Joes, with like whatever part was bionic was like a clear yellow plastic, but it was actually a diecast three and three quarter inch figure. How much were they worth? I mean, how much they? I mean, diecast. But I, but I, I guess one. they have diecast Transformers and diecast uh, Power Ranger Megazords, but diecast miniatures that are really That's cool. cool. That's, That's diecast. Yeah, they're all metal. I got a whole stack of them. That's, nice. that's the exact sculpt of that old Toy Biz line. It yep, looks exactly like the Toy Biz. You had that toy, exactly. I do have it. I might have it right. <laughs> Listen, everything's always a, you know. Everything's um, always a thing. I had a diecast Voltron. See, I yeah, what talking about. You should have held on to that. The small, it, was, it was a recall on it. The, 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 no, the, the big one. But yeah, it had a recall on it because of the lead paint. So, yeah. Is it lead paint? Yeah, and then came back with the plastic one. I was like, Ugh. you know what? You know what? My parents never did on recalls. What gave that stuff back to like yeah. those are the ones, the, especially yes. the ones that you know, like the toys that were blowing up on people. Those are the ones you really want in your collection. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't blow up on you. I mean, yeah, as long as it don't blow up, you're good, <laughs> as right? As it doesn't blow yeah. up, you're fine. All right, great pickups, guys. Great pickups. You're rich. Yeah. Let's talk some anime, man. It's time for Anime Alley with Richard Wilson. All right, let's do it. So, we're going to talk. We're going to talk down the alley, the deep, dark alley. See, Rich, you just got to roll into it. Because if you keep hesitating, <laughs> we're like over here talking about, let's go into the alley where it's dark and quiet. All right, shut up. Mm -hmm. you, ever, <laughs> you ever worked at something and you just worked oh, at it so for so long and like just purposely, just constantly repetition, repetition, repetition. And you just get so good at something that you're just OP. No, Everyone has this. I'm, no, I'm, I'm pretty average at most things. I work. Yeah, nothing's easy. Go ahead. All right, shut going. up. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anyway, so when we're talking Cautious Hero, 
uh, the hero is overpowered but overly cautious. This guy, yeah, <laughs> sounds like that's, that's the title. <laughs> that is the title. The title is Cautious Hero. Yes, I the love this Overpowered but overly cautious. That's I love this already. Tell me okay. more, man. Okay, so we're have. I'm gonna butcher this dude's name. Um, but we're in we're in a fantasy world. Okay, a demon lord is taken over. A goddess, a new goddess, must summon a champion. She summons Saya Ryugen. Summon this dude. He comes in and he has a very cool demeanor about him. So she's like, okay, I need you to do, I need you to to, to fight this guy. And he was like, okay, I'll do it. But I have some, I have some, uh, some, some, some list I need to do first. So he goes out and he works out, just works out like crazy. And then when he goes to fight a level one monster, he just overly obliterates it. Uh huh. So he that, just that's fights in video games. That's yeah. the way I like to play video games. Exactly. Like that's what that's how I should have said. You ever play Final Fantasy? You play all the little side quests. You play everything. You go out there and level two. You can't level no more. You got all the max weapons, and you go fight the bosses, and they all just like boop one one shot. That's what this guy is, pretty yeah, much. It. He he works everything out. He finds a new way to 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 to, to work out to to get new magic. He overdoes that. The people that are training him are getting tired of him. They don't want to train with him anymore. And then when he goes to fight the bad guys, he just overdoes it. Like he'll get he'll hit him with the most powerful attack and hit him like five times with it. <laughs> and then like blow, he, he blew up a church one time and it was he hit a fireball attack and he just kept hitting him with the fireball attack and the church was gone. I love it, this. Yeah, it's great <laughs> stuff. Um he ends up, I mean, he ends up the 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 uh the guy just ends up kind of falling for him a little bit, but he's like just like whatever, I don't care. But kind of deep down he's a little insecure, but he doesn't show it. So, you know, everyone's kind of get coming to him, but he's just like, nah, I don't care. I don't care about you. I just want to get powerful enough to knock everyone out. And that's what he pretty much does. But then he's cautionary. But he's very cautionary, yes. And it, it, it's like if the attack doesn't like hit him the first time and knock him out, he's like, not nah, we need to go back and train some more. So he over he he's cautious and still overdoes it at yeah. the same time. Yeah. It's like a parody of Dragon Ball Z where you know after <laughs> every battle they train. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. I can dig that. Yeah. Dude, how rich is it? Yeah, I enjoyed watching it. I'm gonna give this a nice, a cool seven point five. Seven point five. All right, that's pretty rich. And what's the name again? Uh, cautious, cautious hero. The the hero is overpowered but overly cautious. I oh, love that's this. Sub, oh, that's the whole cat. title. That's the whole title. <laughs> this is amazing. This is an <laughs> SNL sketch. I love this. We it's on Crunchy, Crunchy. Uh, I saw it on Hulu. It's more. It's probably you can just watch it on Crunchy. And Chris, Chris is going to watch it. it. Uh, he doesn't watch it. Let's be real. I would be watching it anyway. So. <laughs> He's not watching any. Well, Rich, that's freaking dope. I'm excited to check that bad boy out. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. I hope you guys brought a blanket and plan on staying the night because we're spending this whole segment in the trailer park. Come to my trailer, baby. Well, wow. Come on in, it's warm. Uh, <laughs> first trailer is the Last of Us trailer. Yeah. Yo, this is looking good, good, man. It looks yeah, like yeah. the game. Like when you see her walking from one building to the next with a plank, like those are as part of getting around these abandoned cities in the games. And the clicking sound, that's how you know the zombies or I forgot what they call them. 
are, are coming around. This thing looks sick. It looks good, man. Yeah. And the, uh, the, remember I talked about some of the graphics I saw in the, cause I was building some pickup stuff for the pickup shots and they showed us some of the cuts from those early scenes. And I was talking about how the graphics were questionable. These look way better. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. And like, it's coming out of the perfect time. Cause I, when I first played the game, it felt like you're playing Walking Dead the game. It felt like first season, first seasons of Walking Dead. And now that Walking Dead has officially ended, I know they're going to have their spitoffs, but the Prime show has ended. Now this comes out. So it's like, if you need your Walking Dead fix, but like the season one fix where it was all about the people and the relationships and survival, Last of Us. Ah, and the twist in this is like, they're bringing the girl's cargo. Like she got bit by one of these things and didn't turn. So it's like, she must have the cure in her. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like that Eddie Murphy Golden Child thing, kind of like Willow, where we got to protect oh. the babe. Golden Child is great. Golden Child, come on, man. Golden Child is um, that, and that drops. <laughs> Brother Noonse. <laughs> yes, it drops January, Jack. So we don't have January. to wait too long. We don't got to right. wait too long. Next up, we got the Guardians of the Freaking Galaxy Volume Three. Mm-hmm. It looks good. I don't know what to make of it. I can't tell if it's darker or I can't tell it, what it's it going to be. The tone does seem darker, but it looks like all the complaints you had about the stuff they weren't dealing with in the holiday special. They pick it up with almost just, like know. the holiday special never had to <laughs> two words, Rich. Two words holiday special. I mean, I don't know why you keep fighting this. Like, stop it. Just stop it. You're right. But the trailer looks dope. We got Gamora in there. And it feels like this is the end. of, And it is the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the last yeah. film. And it feels like it's the, what do they call it? The the conclusion? Yeah, that's that's the word I was looking wow. for. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, the speculation as to how many of the characters are going to die. But I'm telling you this right now, the CGI ones don't need to die. The CGI ones Groot. don't need to die. Groot does not need. Well, because oh, speaking of which, Groot, because I looked at an interview with with James Gunn, and that wasn't a suit. That was all CGI. They call him Swole Groot, and found some interesting stuff about Groot too. Why is he swole? He's like uh, in his twenties. He'd be like in his twenties right now. now. Right. This is um. This is uh. This is not like Groot. This is not like the original Groot. This is Groot's kid, pretty much. And now since he. He's imprinted off of all the all the people around him, so he 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 takes on the characteristics of everyone that's around him now. Uh, so you see him. Wait, he's hold more. on. Yeah. So the Groot that we saw as a baby, he was never Groot. The he Groot that we Groot. he was he, he was Groot's oh. kid. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he takes on the characteristics of everyone around him. So I, I, he's probably big because you know Peter Quill is little Jack. Drax. Drax is jacked. You know, he has that like good nature about him, like all into video games because you know Peter was into games and whatnot. So he takes on everything from. What's interesting him. is when in the in the trailer when he's shooting, he says, "We are grouped." Yeah. We. I think that's he said that as the last. It's the last thing he said in the first movie. He said, "We." Yeah, he did. Before he put the cocoon ever, over everyone and died when the spoiler alert, when their ship crashed, he said, We are great. Oh. Well, maybe they're foreshadowing something here at the end. That's interesting. 
I didn't realize that was his offspring. That's really Vin that's Diesel's like every movie needs to have a family. Family, yes. <laughs> well, what's interesting then in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that means that Groot's death actually stuck. A main character, part of a main team, died, and only his son. His son. We saw his son grow up, but he never came back. We actually had a Marvel death. Yeah. Wow. We don't usually oh. get too many of those, Not especially too many. during. Endgame, they killed everybody. But like before that, <laughs> we weren't really getting too many. Um, wow. Transformers dropped their trailer. And let me tell you something. I was sick of Transformers until Homeboy got up out that horse that transformed to Biggie. I was oh, like, I'm back in. He was kind of, was kind of nice how he just he transformed. He just walks out. Man, he just walks out like it's nothing. Like yeah. it's not, I do this. This is, yeah. yo. Oh, yeah. That that one and it wasn't even like that. That was like the pre-trailer before the trailer dropped, and I was yep. I'm in. Yeah, they didn't need the rest of the trailer. No, I'm they in. Could have, yeah, they could have just ended it right there. I'm like, yep, I'm watching it. Yep. I'm, so you know, Chris, like, you yeah. watch Transformers Beast, whatever. I love Beast Wars, and so what I was a little disappointed with, I was confused when I when I I had heard that they were making this movie, and I thought that they were going to make Beast Wars into a movie where. It's kind of like a reboot or like an alternate timeline where he's Optimus Primal and he's the he's the gorilla. But Optimus then when Primal. Yeah, that that that, yeah. that 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 was his name in the show. And then you had Raditz and a couple other guys and the Cheetah and stuff like that. But when we saw them together, I was like, oh, okay, so then it's another group of Transformers that conveniently were missing for all the other wars that were happening. But how, how much of the are these all? Connected or they're loosely connected. Like, are, are is Bumblebee in the Shia they, movie, or is it kind of like a soft another, reboot? Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm asking. Is it like a soft reboot, or is it like they're all yeah. connected? I just feel like every time they do another Transformer movie, they rewrite what we know because they're showing us stuff that's further back. Yeah, you yeah. know, like the stuff on the moon, and they had like, well, we've actually been here way longer than we said we were here, and then they actually like, well, we actually been here longer than that. <laughs> and they were like, mm. well, actually, yeah, we're, we're originally happen. from Earth. We left. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you have to watch each incarnation as their own thing. Like the Shy movies were the Shy movies, and the Wahlberg movies, the Wahlberg movies, and this is its own thing. Yeah. Like when you know when the cartoons come out every so like you know five years later is a new Transformers cartoon, it kind of pays homage to the ones before it, but it's its own thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you I what's nice know. about this: the uh, Optimus Prime design. We're finally getting like the original look, which I'm really happy about. Yeah, I think I liked his look in the last one better though. I think, but it still looks good. It's kind of it's like his Mark One look. So yeah, I'm happy to oh, see okay. it. Yeah, I'll see it though. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch. Yo, I'm a watch. honestly, just that one shot. I was like, never. I would never go see this in the theaters because you know I feel like you've seen them all. But when he got out that car, threw that dag over his shoulder, wearing some J's, like it was well, nothing. So oh, who's directing this? That's a good question. Dude. I don't know if it's Michael Bay. If it's, it's Michael Bay, you know there's gonna be just a bunch of running and explosions. Well, there's gonna probably be that anyway, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> yeah. There was legit. There was I forgot which one it was, but there was a scene where they were like kind of like arguing with each other. But there was like they you couldn't hear them arguing, and there was like a delayed explosion in the background. Then they started running. I'm like, does, am I the only one seeing this? <laughs> what is happening here? When you have that many explosions, um, Stephen Campbell's directing this. He directed Creed Two, Black mm-hmm. Dude, directed uh, some other things as well. Let me see if 
feel like Michael Bay is probably going to be a producer. wonder if that's why the casting of this movie is a little more uh, diverse than you'd expect. That's why that opening was so smooth. Boy. That's right, like, right? Like, like, you don't just throw Biggie on something. That's, that, that's a, you know, Man. come on. Uh, let me see. Producers. I feel like Michael Bay probably, yes, Michael Bay is definitely a producer. He's still gonna have his um He's probably sitting there shaking his fist like more explosions. Oh, explosions. I need more cowbell. <laughs> more, I need more cowbell. <laughs> more cowbell. Um yo, next up we got Indiana freaking Jones. Wow. Yeah. We are what third tell you how good. the last crusade? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it might be more than that. <laughs> this trailer looked so good to me. Right it up did. into the last little tag scene where the whole... Loved it. Which one are you talking what about? I, he pulls out his whip. All right, for it, those of you who haven't seen the trailer, it looks incredible. And then in the la- and then the trailer's over, and then they give you a tag scene. And that little tag scene at the end, he's standing in front of a group of people, and he pulls out his whip, and he starts whipping the table, and then everyone at the table stands up, point guns at him he does this cheesy expression or says some cheesy line and they all start shooting at him and he's less than five he's two feet away from some of them he's 10 feet away from others and they all start unloading their clips and he ducks under the table and you're like man i hope the whole movie's not like this jack if you arguing movie logic right now i don't understand if that that got you i don't know how an 80 year old man jumping from train cars Like so that didn't, that, part, that that part didn't throw you watching this eighty year old man jumping from car to car. I, that's more plausible to me than is it uh, though? Really? <laughs> the bullet it, like, where are these elderly gentlemen I, I, that are just nimble I like feel one like year old? You have to suspend your disbelief. You you haven't met my neighbor, man. My neighbor Jody, who's sixty seven, and this guy gets on his bicycle and does the Canyon Hills every other day. That's two miles straight up on an incline that makes you vomit just thinking about it. Jack, let me tell you something. Okay, yeah, tell me something. Harrison Ford. How, what's your neighbor's age? Sixty-seven. So to Harrison Ford, your neighbor's a young man because he's all of eighty years old. And riding your bike up a hill is very different than jumping from train car to train car to moving train. Lawrence, I'd like you to come check this hill out one day. You're I don't so give a crap about man. this hill, Jack. We're talking about this 80-year-old man <laughs> jumping in train cars and him ducking guns made you go like, I don't believe it. <laughs> the, the train car, man, that scene in the train car where he's like silhouetted on the background, it looks so epic, and the train is moving. I was like, man, sign me up. Take my money. I am down I'm for saying, this ride. I'm saying you got to throw your logic out the window if you're going to accept this 80-year-old guy is having fist fights on a moving car. You got to throw it I just don't need the cheese. This hold whole, the cheese, no, please. I, I love because it was a throwback to that guy with the swords, and Andy just pulled out his gun in Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark. Yeah, the guy pulled out his swords, and he's like, but "The guy didn't you. say it. He didn't need a cheese line in that moment. That's why that well, moment." Yeah, also the shot. bullet landed, shot. and he was like twenty <laughs> feet away, not two feet away. Jack, if you can watch an eighty-year-old man have fist fights. In a moving car, as Man, guns are being shot, you can accept it, that. You can accept. I don't that. need the ageist thing you're doing here. Ain't ain't nothing but a number. No, it is a number. Let me tell you what you can't do at 80 years old. Let me tell you what you can't do at 40 years old. 
Run from train car to train car and moving train in the fist fight. And if you're, if you're able to accept that logic, then you have to accept everything this movie gives you. Indiana Jones been doing nothing but train car jumps his entire life. The guy is primed. He knows he, he's and like an agile cat that's well lubricated. I hope you guys listening to this realize we're only having this debate because Jack pointed out something in this movie that he thought was far fetched. <laughs> and we're just having to like double back and be like, are we talking about Indiana Jones? That's fair. And the next movie trailer we'll be talking about. We're is... talking about Witcher, man, the Witcher prequel series. Uh mm-hmm. Netflix that we uh, Blood Origin. And it looked cool. Honestly, up until the very end where you got the guy, you know, the the, the bard guy. I'm like, you could have named this any other thing instead of some any other fantasy thing. Yep. And I would have been like Maybe if you knew the books, maybe those who read the books understand where all these characters come from. But for just a watcher of The Witcher and the guy who played the games, I don't know why this is connected to Witcher. A watcher of The Witcher. Is it? Hold on. Is it? Um, because it said the origin. Is it like the 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 origins of where they got the 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 elixir or whatever it is that gave them the powers? Maybe I didn't see that. Maybe maybe, I didn't see that in the trailer. But maybe that maybe that place. Maybe that place. Because it seemed like in the trailer, like monsters were like introduced because of the the obelisk or whatever they were. Oh, maybe like some portal or something, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe it's the introduction. Yeah, but they were elves though too. Yeah, they were elves. Yeah. Yeah, they're not just humans. The cartoon said that the thing that created witchers is the same thing that created monsters, didn't it? Hmm. I don't remember. Do you remember that you when like that. all? Yeah. Yes, and wasn't that like one of the things, like the 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 whole that vile thing they drank that creates the witchers is akin to the same thing that created all the monsters? I don't know because oh, because yeah, the uh, the um the trainer he was like part of that, right? Well, right. he was going out of his way to that? make monsters because they were out of monsters to kill to stay in business. But I don't right. know if that meant their origin was. I don't remember that. But he was like, yeah, he was like mutating the kids, wasn't he? But that was because they ran out of monsters to kill. Yeah, he was mutating the kids to make witches, period. So maybe it is from the same stuff. Probably. Witches weren't born. They were they were made. Maybe I, I, I Michelle Yao, I'll watch anything with her in it, especially if you don't give giving her a freaking sword. I mean Yeah. Yeah. That's that's where amazing. I co sign it. <laughs> so I don't they could have called it something else. <laughs> and I'm yeah. I'm watching it. And I uh, I'm interested to see what the witcher connections are besides just the end of it. Um, and last up, man, the maybe one of the dopest things here, in my opinion, Gen B, the freaking the boys spinoff series where the boys was a twisted look at the Justice League. This looks like a twisted look at Professor Professor X's school for gifted youngsters. Oh, this man. joint looks crazy. What is up with the puppet? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, it looks dope. I'm, I'm I'm in it. It looks good, man. Um, I trust everything those people do over there. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like high school high school kids with powers. I mean, what can go wrong? Because if 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 they were making heroes with Gen V, it's like yeah, they had to have put these people somewhere to train. Like they yeah. they didn't just give them and put them out there. They so, did um, some, a lot of them. Yeah, some of them. It seemed like they did though, because the, the um, majority of them. Yeah, Starlight. She was kind of just out there doing like pageants. She thought whatnot. she thought they were right. born into it. Yeah, right. But the Homelanders and the oh yeah, yeah, those are. Different. I feel like Noir probably went through there. Yeah, because Noir was. Like, 
Noir, well, not well. In the comic, Noir was a clone of Homelander. Right. They're all clones, but right. yeah, in the comic, he was a totally different dude. Yeah. So maybe that's that. Maybe I mean, that's not the comic, yeah, sure. Maybe that's the difference between Starlight and some of them. Why? Why some of them can like go against them so easily, and other ones are a little bit more brainwashed. I don't know. Or maybe this is a new campus that they're trying to have more control over the heroes. I don't. All I know is teen. It's gonna be even crazy. Teenagers with powers now. Yeah, hormones and, and hormones going. Oh man, this is gonna be crazy. But um, that's the news, man. Like we had a lot of stuff come out. L.A. Comic Con was just bringing out stuff. We had a a real. There's a really dope image. Let me see if I can find it of uh the Flash, and it shows uh from the movie, and it has you know the trailer showed us two flashes, and you kind of get it right here. But this one right here is, uh, if you look, his costume is actually modified from a bat suit. Oh. Because in that world, I guess he doesn't have a suit yet. Yeah. And you kind of see where he cut the ears off. Oh, yeah. Um, So it's it's nice to get some Flash (laughs) news somewhere. Um, But yeah, that's the news. And that was the news. Stop laughing, Chris. Rich, stop smiling. Jack, get serious. It's time for the... Let's get ready to rumble in the spirit of (laughs) movie. We take something from back in the day, a movie from back in the day, flash forward years later and say, let's make a sequel series to this. Not a reboot, not a retelling, a sequel series. Picking up from where it leaves off. If you can grab a movie from the heyday and let's continue this bad boy years later, what would it be and why? And it cannot be a piece of property or content that is already going on. So you can't bring up anything Star Wars. You can't bring up anything Matrix. You can't bring up anything that already kind of has a current uh, finger on the pulse. Well. No, that's the that's the caveat. Question. I knew you were going to. And I put that there because Jack was going to try to find a loophole. You just have a question. Yes. The point of this is to make a series, which is very different than a movie. So something like The Matrix might be an interesting series, actually. But I said it can't be anything that's already ongoing. Because the, 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 the nostalgia piece of grabbing something that's been gone for 20 years or 30 years is also at play. To make a sequel series of The Matrix after we just had a Matrix movie, that's a little too easy. That's a little hanging fruit there. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to pick up from where Neo left off a year you ago. Know, <laughs> my that that last matrix might have been better as a series. I don't know. Not if it still ended the same way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The story is the story, dude. Yeah, you're right. I've been worse to see ten episodes. You have to see thirteen episodes of building up to <laughs> nothing. We are the one. Well, well oh yeah, that's right. No. Oh wow, I put that out of my mind. You Anyways. Really did. What do you guys got? What you, what you do got you guys there, remember? Jack? You guys remember the Wraith? Oh, yeah. here we go. I hate you so much. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Lawrence St. Victor's favorite craptacular sci-fi movie no, is... No, that is, that is my favorite craptacular, and it's crap. But... It's, it's dope. So, Chris, I, let's I, hear I it. Scenes What's the from series? It, like, all the time. So... I'm just thinking we we the rain comes back. I don't know. I just want to see. I I just I used to love that movie so much as a kid. That was one movie that I never watched straight through. You'd always catch it on TV. <laughs> 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 
you can watch it for free right now on YouTube. It's just on oh. YouTube. I watch scenes from it all the time. It's it's bad. So the guy, so the guy dies in a in a the, he it was it was a he dies something happens he dies he's he with goes, the the big bad's girlfriend and they literally like beat her up while you know him and that girl get intimate they beat her up and like cut him up with like they they stab him to death they slash his throat and he comes back as a ghost street racer it's like Ghostbusters meets Fast and Furious but in the eighties it's it's freaking awesome but the crow as well yeah, it's yes he's. It's kind of dope. It's cars. And, it's supernatural. Uh, it's street racing. I mean, it has Chris written all over it. <laughs> it really, really yo, does. Yeah. And what's dope about it is the Wraith. I mean, there's so, like, I, I listened to a lot of the stuff the director talked about the film. There's a lot about this movie. Like, why does he do this? They don't even have justifications for it. They don't even know why he came back. They didn't weren't able to write it in. So, like, to make a sequel series, the sky is kind of the limit with how you can create his power set in... Charlie Sheen was not the guy who got killed when 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 um when he came back he came back in a different form. He said by the end of the movie he says this is as close as I get to who I once was. So to have him come back and not be Charlie Sheen actually makes sense because he can come back in different physical forms. Chris, you got my money. I want to watch this bad series because it's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be it might terrible. Not, so it might not be right. So think of it this way. So. My thought process was I want to pick a property that that is number one eighties to kind of go along with the theme. Number two, does it have that much nostalgia with it? So if they take liberties when it comes to writing a good series, you're not gonna feel all angry and upset. It's not like they took it's Beetlejuice, it's which scary. is like, yeah, it's not like they took Beetlejuice and made a series of Beetlejuice and changed it drastically. Everyone's gonna be pissed off. They change something about the race. You're gonna be like, I don't care. I have a ghost driving cars, killing people. Give it to me. Give it. Give it all to me. And then you can't it. make it worse. You can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris, thumbs freaking up. The debate genius is here. To, yes. Well, freaking done. I like that one. That was my honorable mention. I love the wraith. That's your honorable mention. What's your real mention? Oh man, you want me to go? Are you sure you want me to go next? Well, let's hear it. Okay, this well. is what I want. I want a sequel series of The Last Dragon. Of course. I knew 2000. It. Yes, come on, Chris. You know who I am. <laughs> I knew it. A series, you know though? A series. HBO Max series. You pick up freaking Harlem. Has been cleaned up since the 80s. Leroy took down Shonuff. Shonuff <laughs> had a protege. Has it been cleaned up? <laughs> well, the martial arts war, as we said. Show the martial, wait, not the drugs and violence, Chris. The martial arts war. <laughs> just, just, just the karate oh, kick. Okay. Right. But basically, like you find out that that part of Shonuff's crew was a teenager that was studying under him, and eventually Shonuff passed away before the series starts. So you hire Michael Jai White as that teenager from the eighties that was like, "I'm learning this form of the glow," and then you got freaking. Get, bring Time Act back as Bruce Leroy. He's alone. His wife died. We'll pay homage to Vanity because she passed away. He has no children. And it's like, yo, I have no one to pass on this gift to. And then this big bag comes. And then you need to like, he needs to train up someone to be the next last dragon. I'm going to get freaking Donald Glover to produce this. We're going to get freaking Kendrick Lamar to produce the music for it because it has to be hip hop infused martial arts. That's the thing about the last dragon. It was current black music, black culture infused with martial arts. 
It'll be the sickest joint. I'll get Jordan Peele to produce this thing too. It's going to be freaking dope. It's going to have the flavor of Black Panther 1, the martial arts street style of just the dope movies you like to watch. And it's going to be cool as hell. The I'm next gonna... last... Chris, you're watching this. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm if watching Cobra it. Kai can figure out a way to make a sequel series from Karate Kid, I'm sure we can do some of The Last Dragon. The next last the dragon. Next, the the <laughs> next. The next. I don't know. And I'm keeping it. He's the next last one. Because that was a problem, Jack. Until, he was the, wait, Bruce Leroy until, is the, the last yeah. dragon. And it's like, but there can't be a last. You, you, you're hoarding the glow. And now a big bad comes who's more trained up than you. You're, you're older now. Who you going to give the glow to? And we got to find a, like, a black kid that's a sick martial artist. Not an actor who can learn it. Like find a kid that, that's 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 sick. But then he also needs to be able to act. Now, Time Act wasn't Time Act was a star. Just he'll be fine. The put next music under last it. dragon until the <laughs> next last it. dragon. Let's put music under it, man. Yeah. The last freaking dragon. Sign me up. Give get me Donald get freaking childish Gambino to produce it. Come on. I'm watching it. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Well, I'll give it a try. Rich, you watching that? Stop playing around. You watching the Wraith and the last, the next last year? I already watched the Wraith. The Wraith was all right. You're watching the Wraith of the series. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, why am I watching the Wraith of the series? Like, this is freaking dope. So what's happening? Wait, explain, because you're not really explaining what, what happens when he comes back to, to, to solve what problem now. Rich, it doesn't matter. He's it a ghost. What does it matter, Rich? Rich, he, Rich, Rich. His Rich, problem Rich. before he was killed because his girlfriend got beat up and everything like that. Like, like that, like, he came back for revenge, pretty much. Rich, somebody somewhere dies and gets to avenge it. But done. Chris doesn't, Chris doesn't have a story. He's like, I got a car and a and a name of an IP. Pretty much, Can't episode wait. one is like, okay, I'm done. Never watching this again. Thank you, Chris. We're <laughs> wasting 45 minutes of my life. Okay, yeah. still, he got your first. Would be the first minutes. episode one I didn't watch past. Dang. Dang, Chris, they doodling on your idea. This is they don't know about they don't they don't know the race. They don't know about the race. Anyway, Rich, what I'll do you go. have? Because I'm pretty sure Jack will be very in depth. Mine's is not. I want I want Judge Dredd. Not Ooh. the not the last one that came out, but the first one, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. The, the Stallone one. The, the, the uh, Stallone, Stallone one. Yeah, huh? I like the Stallone one. I like the look of the suit the Stallone one. I like that that big exaggerated shoulder pads and everything like that. You know, I like the look of that one. Stallone coming back? Yeah, no, well, yeah, I want Stallone coming back. He's on the he's on the Council of Five. They have to remake the Council of Five because they were all killed off, right? Do you remember? Because I'm looking at your face, Lawrence. Do you remember Judge Dredd? No, I'm saying like you want to make a sequel series to the Judge Dredd that flopped. I don't because care so you much. like the shoulder pads. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Because you like the shoulder pads. Wait a minute. You over here talking about the wraith. There's Ray, literally this- no backstory to this man's whole sequel series. There was no backstory was- in the movie. To make eight episodes of nothing. Eight. Thirteen, Rich. Come on, oh, man. Do you, you hear this, that storytelling? Do you hear this, man? <laughs> No way. Ain't no way, boy. 13 Ain't no way. Hour long episodes. So anyway. Wow, wait, Chris. Damn. <laughs> you got 13 hours of content. Yep. The rate the, the movie the rate is like 45 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come back just rematerialize into a new car, kill a few guys, and then that's the end of the show. A lot of street races. I mean, Fast and Furious, does it? We 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 watch every Fast and Furious movie. 
But not for 13 hours. Not for 13 hours. We're almost there. Not for 13 yeah, hours. Yeah, if you watch it. All right, Ray. So we got Judge Dredd, the series. Right. Start they bringing bring, back Stallone. They bring back Stallone. Um, he's on the council now. He's not He's not a street judge anymore. Um, bringing up the new... Um, they, re, they rebuild the council. Um, it's him, the... I forgot the name of the original woman, and a, and a couple of... I guess five guys. So, you know, five people. So there's two, three or more people. Throw, throw whoever in there. Um, and, you know, they're just fighting out the uh, the problems of um, Mega City Because there's always problems in Mega City. It's an overcrowded, po- overpopulated city. Judge there's always Dredd, comic book fans happening. are coming for you. The comic book come. fans are coming for you. They can come. Let me ask you, They Rich. can come. Does he What's say that? I am the law in your series? He has At to least say one I am episode. the law. Listen, he's he's on the he's on the council of five. Yeah, he is, you know. Like he is, he the, is law. the law. All right, then. Okay. I'll watch it. It's like as long as I get that line in at least once every episode. <laughs> yeah, find a way to organically say it once every episode, and then I'll I'll, I'll co-sign to watch it. And Rich, to just to defend myself, and you're right. Like, yes, I will tune in for Judge Dredd. Honestly, I'm watching the Wraith out of sheer curiosity. <laughs> the audacity of them to make a series. <laughs> I, I have to check this out. Let me ask you the audacity. <laughs> what if what if the writers take it way too seriously and make this super complex, engaging storyline that no, completely out eclipses of what? the movie? It would it would blow my mind because it's like that's the way you, that's the only way you can do it. You gotta make it like the crow. Make it like the crow, except this guy has a car. But I'm just saying the audacity to do like we're gonna you know the wraith you guys are gonna re- reboot it no the sequel <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna star Charlie Nah I can star whoever I leave Charlie you might oh, man. but he eats tiger nuts <laughs> tiger blood tiger <laughs> Jack what do you got yeah. man we're, we're all anticipating. All right, all right, all right, all right. Ferris yeah. Bueller. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And what now, happened? That's an honor that's an honorable mention. Well, he's a father now, so he's got his own kids. So what would you right. so is he like you bring you have to bring Matthew Broadwick back. You gotta bring him of back. Of course. So like is it about him or is it like the next generation, his kids? Or is it it's like about he, him? It's about him dealing with the next generation. And that's the irony of most people as they grow old. That thing, that spark, that Flair for, um, you know, solving the mysteries of life tend to dissipate as we grow older and more jaded through living life, right? So he'd have to reconnect with that thing that was special about him back in the day. I love it. Let me ask you this, Jack. Is it one day or is it through a series of events? It has to be one day. You got to. They could 24 it. It could be like a 24 thing. If you did that, that'd be dope. That's an honorable mention. Well, Gremlins then. could be a really cool series. Gremlins would be cool. It probably should be a series. Probably should be a series. Um, of course, I'll always say Big Trouble in Little China. That'd Pork like Chop Express. Jack Burton. You bringing back Kurt Russell? Yeah, sequel series. It has to. Sequel series. I, I would... I think it could work as a series. What's cool about Big Trouble in Little China is the world. And maybe... Maybe they go to China for the series, right? And they they really expand on the that world. Because what could be cool about a Big Trouble in Little China series is it could be like, you guys remember Forty Seven Ronin? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. How they kind of touched on 
there's this whole other world. Yeah. And you know how none of that was in the 47 Ronin that just came out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk about missed opportunity. Because the coolest thing about the Keanu Reeves 47 Ronin movie was the world we never saw. When he goes into that ship and has that fight in the... Uh, I mean, what, what was going on in some of those scenes? It was just so compelling. I would love to see that kind of reality brought into Big Trouble in Little China. Because Big Trouble in Little so would China... would be like after 1988, everything was fine. And then something was like opened in 2023 that like, like, or, or has he been going on adventures this whole time that we haven't seen? Yes, exactly. Because probably what happened was the result of that movie was actually just the Pandora box splitting. Cause remember how that movie ended with the monster on his truck, that dark and yeah. stormy night was just firing up. It wasn't concluded at all. Right. So hmm. I would love to see a big trouble, in a little China movie. But the thing I think that is more realistic and is probably actually going to happen in the is next Is this your couple, answer? This is my answer right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Howard the Duck. Hmm. That was a problematic movie. I know. Except now. I enjoyed it. MCU canon. Now, you now he's MCU canon. Yeah. Technology is here. And if they pick up this movie with what he really is in the comics, he's a detective. So you get sequel series to the movie. Yes, yes, but it's still 20 years later, 30 years later. So he's a detective now. And John Constantine exists. So he's dealing in the world of supernatural stuff, Sandman type setting, Uh, where it's this kind of dark. Not Constantine, Doctor Strange. Isn't it's Howard's the Ducks Marvel? Right, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But but you understand what I'm saying. He's he's of that kind of darker tone. Howard the Duck was always slightly darker tone in the comics. He was a darker tone in that movie. When he the duck and didn't he have did he have sex with that woman? Oh yeah. You know a duck's penis looks like a corkscrew? Uh, that's no, I mallard. did not know, Chris. That's a mallard's manhood looks like a corkscrew, not a duck. Uh, I thought that was Why do you a, guys also, know this? The same thing? I don't know about that, but it's a, a mallard slightly different than a duck. So don't be uh, don't be offensive there, Chris. I read oh, yeah, Chris. I'm sorry to all the ducks listening to our podcast. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, I, I dissed your penis shape. <laughs> corkscrew. <laughs> anyway, so Howard the Duck, and I would be surprised if Howard the Duck. It doesn't get uh probably not gonna get a movie, but for it to get a show, would probably be pretty entertaining. Actually, yeah, it's probably not- gonna get a show and that's not a sequel series to the movie, but a show based off the MCU's Marvel Comics canon, which would be fine. Which could also be sequel series ish, depending on mm. how the there's a way of tying all that in multiverse. Well, he this, also multiverse does he not age? Yeah, well, he aged like a duck though. So then so he's, he's just like angrier. So he's like 50. Yeah, but... Duck from another planet. Yeah, but Duck years are different. I like your honorable mentions better. But that's okay. I I think... If I had to call a winner... Man. Rich, you just want shiny shoulder pads. (laughs) It's not just shiny shoulder pads. It's the whole story behind (laughs) Mega City. Okay? Jack, your honorable mentions, I feel like we're stronger. Last Dragon is the best one, but the audacity of them doing the Wraith the sequel series. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. The Just the balls on these guys. <laughs> Just saying, here's all the money in the world. What do you want to do? The Wraith 2. The Wraith. In 13 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> out of, Rich, out of curiosity. Come on. 
episode one, and that's it. Like, once that's I what see you this, say, do you realize how how much texture there is in the series? <laughs> wow. But that's I mean, tall, come on, tall words right there. The next to last dragon. What are we doing? <laughs> the next to last the dragon. Next, <laughs> next last. Honestly, next to last dragon. I'd put my money in that. That sounds the like, most interesting. I feel like that should go. That should go. Yeah. It's either that or Big Trouble in Little China. They probably can do it. Isn't there a movie? They're trying to get a movie off the ground, Star on the Rock or something? They've been talking about that for 20 years. Yeah. They, I mean, and then they get like, how do we make all the characters not look like the Mortal Kombat characters? <laughs> no, they should because wait, that's where Mortal Kombat started. Who stole who? They stole from Big... Yeah, Mortal Kombat stole from Big Trouble. Yeah, that came out way yeah, before yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. The 80s. Yeah. Well, well all right. Ferris Bueller sequel coming out. Is there? Yeah, well, it's a spinoff. Really? That's what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sometimes things float in development for a while. But um, good picks, man. I think these are all pretty fun, man. So oh, good well. job to everyone. I think it's time to get to the reason why we're here. It's time for the main event. Willow. Disney Plus is Willow. Willow. Let me go to IMDb and pull up this synopsis. We'll give our spoiler-free review, and then we'll do our deep dive. You know the routine. Where are you, Willow? Here we go. 20 years after vanquishing the Wicked Queen Bavmorda, the sorcerer Willow Oofgood leads a group of misfits on a dangerous rescue mission into the unknown. Spoiler-free review, guys. What do you think? Willow answers the question. If you took Game of Thrones, remove the nudity, the incest, the action, and the violence. And, and the good storyline, and the compelling yeah. characters, and the depth. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work for Disney one day. I shouldn't be saying this, but it's true. So you didn't I like mean, it. If this is what Disney's yeah. putting out, you could probably still work with them. Oh, dang. <laughs> I don't know who that's a cut on. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Hey, I don't care who is a cut on. If I'm listen, listen, I mean, I don't have nothing to worry about. They, they hired a, a woman that was sitting there talking about she was a huge fan of the Marvel Universe and totally butchered She-Hawk. That is true. But that is much? true. In fact, one of the producers was like, yo, I stay away from people that say that they're fans of the series or of the universe because they ended up they end up not actually adding value to it and messing it all the way up. Similar thing happened with Star Wars. Uh, I forgot the woman's name who was kind of running it, but they admitted like they made several missteps with the new films um, and just had no real vision on our, or understanding where they're going. Um, and with Willow, <laughs> I don't know. So I'll say um, first episode, I was kind of cool with I was like, okay, I see where things are going. The energy kind of felt similar from what I remember from the original. Kind of like it's a very modern take on the world. It's not so period PC. But then episode two, I felt like they just hit the brakes and it became about what we know. Like you have the power. We have to train you to know what the power is. It kind of became that story. And I'm like, it's called Willow. Shouldn't it be about... Willow? Willow? <laughs> I feel like he's the least interesting person in it. And yeah, he's kind of bland. Well, he's not, it's not about it's not about him. Is it the acting too? Because acting is rough. I don't know. I I just 
when you bring back a show, I feel like there needs to be a reason why it exists. And I have a hard time with sequel series because most movies I enjoyed in the 80s, the credits rolled and I got to imagine they all had their happily ever after. And if you're bringing a sequel series back and you're telling me a year after that happily ever after crap hit the fan, you're kind of undoing the narrative I created as a kid. So if you're going to undo that and say that the people who I thought got along aren't getting along and the guy who I thought be thriving is dead, then you got to really like you opened the box of my childhood to play with these toys again. Don't mess with them too much. Yeah. And I feel like I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with these toys. Uh, Jack? Is this Spo- still the spoiler free? Are we yeah. moving past that? We're spoiler free. Um, I love the idea of this content. I was very excited to uh, watch this and uh, review it. And, uh, you know, I do think Warwick Davis is the most interesting thing in the series. Uh, actor who plays Willow. Uh, though I would agree there's probably... Uh, we're only talking about episodes one and two so it's not episode one is almost entirely not about him it's all just set up and we'll talk about episode one when we talk about episode one and episode two is i I don't know that i agree with the backdrop they've chosen to set the film like as opposed to it's kind of like it's kind of like my problem with the third batman movie Instead of, and by third Batman movie, I mean the uh, Christian Bell Batman movie. Instead of having a Batman who was ready for battle, he's battle-worn, he's violent, he's vicious, and he stands a, t- a threat to oppose uh, Bane, they gave us this busted, decrepit Batman who had no fight left in him, right? And I think that Willow, right off the bat, might have been a more interesting backdrop if... Instead of hiding, oh nope, that's spoiler. Anyways, I like the idea of the series. <laughs> Rich, <laughs> um, I was excited to watch this, and I don't know why because I really don't remember Willow like that. Like I watched Willow a few times, Me either, and I'm just like, because it was so long ago. I was just like, maybe it was just something nostalgic. Maybe something around that point in time it brought up some memories. I'm like, yeah, that was a good mm-hmm. time. I didn't mm-hmm. have no bills. That was a great time. Great now time. I'm just like, you know, I was like, yeah, this is, is going to be that great time again. I'm like, no, it's not that. I have bills now. This this time's not good. You're going to have to give me a story to make me away from my bills. Wow. Rich, you said something real strong. We're watching content that we had all the time in the world to engage with or disengage with. And now as adults, we're like, I'm giving you an hour and 45 minutes of my life right now. Yep. <laughs> It's I true. need it to matter. As kids, we were like, we didn't care. No. We just want to stay up late. watching TV, yeah. <laughs> I'll say this, though. I, I actually, I was depressed after watching the first two episodes of Willow. And I questioned that. I go, well, the movie wasn't that good to start out with. What was I expecting? And so I went back and I watched the movie, Willow. It's directed by Ron Howard. Yes. It's Steven Spielberg's. Uh, I'm sorry, it's George Lucas's story, and and the music is James Horner. And the movie's not great, but it is fun, and there's something magical about watching it. 
there's something charismatically enjoyable about that film. It's it's enjoyable. It's there's a magical quality they've managed to capture. And I think that's why when this series was dropping, nostalgia kicked in so hard and all I remember as a kid was this fun magical quality which going back and watching it as an adult is actually still there everyone Val Kilmer's charismatic as hell yeah because you know what they were running through like the the at the beginning they were running through like the clips of Val Kilmer and everything I'm like yeah dude was dope like where's this person at and he was he was so unorthodox for everyone else doing anything in this kind of fantasy time period the way he came in and was just completely different I wonder though, like when you think of those '80s movies, they can't make those now. Like we're too, the audience is too skeptical. The audience is too. Well, there's something sense. special about that time period, yeah. and I wonder, like, to try to do a sequel to something of that time now. I was, I was thinking about miss that. The magic. I was thinking about like, did, did we don't get the movies or even some of the TV shows that we used to get like in the '80s and '90s, like. You kind of they kind of up the ante with everything now, like you no know, violence and gore and sex and everything like that. But you really don't get like I don't know that that same that the same magic. magic. Yeah, but I'll tell you what gives it to you, and it's because these guys were super fans. Cobra Kai, they were so they were the big fans of Karate Kid. They managed to do a sequel series that only enhances the original movies. But they're like a needle in a haystack. I don't know how they're able to do it. Mm. And it's they're very unique. And if you hear them talk about Karate Kid, they go in depth with it. It's the only reason why Ralph Macchio and um, I forgot the other guy's name got on board because they were like, "Well, we trust you." Almost like kind of like a Game of Thrones thing with um, the the writer talking to the producers. We trust you with this content. Here, I felt like well, I guess we'll get into spoiler territory now. Here, I felt like they tried to capture some of the energy of Val Kilmer and like his kids, which are fine, but. It's this. It's it's the typical thing. The guy who's kind of a buffoon that's really good with his sword, and then you got the woman who's a soldier who's kind of like, but you get your act together, and they kind of fall in love. It's like the typical thing you see that always works. You know, I, I gotta say this though: Val Kilmer, Juilliard trained actor, Willow, not his first film, and whether you like him or not, he's he's kind of top of the top of his game at the time, and it. and that's why it worked. He killed it. The thing about the, his kids, it just right off the bat, I was confused where I thought I even was. The the maid and the servants and the generals, they're all British. The mom's got an accent of British descent. The kids sound like, the boy sounds like he's a surfer. The girl sounds like she's from like middle America. I'm like, I have no idea. And I'm sitting here going, and someone, because I said this to someone else, and they were like, well, you know, they would have known Val Kilmer had an American accent. I was like, but the Val Kilmer left when they were kids. So their their vo- vernacular influence would have been from their mother, who they spent all their time with, and their people who educated them and around them. Also, they're in an isolated town that's surrounded by a barrier bubble, so they're not got outdoor influences. Why the hell do they sound anything like everyone else who's in the series was so confusing, Ralph? Well, the prince also has a, uh, an American accent, the one she was supposed to marry. You know what I think? I think it's just weird. All the young cast have uh, American or California American accents. I was reading an interview with the director, and I think he says he was deliberately trying to capture the energy that Val Kilmer had. And and, and Jack, to your point, I think what Val Kilmer did in Willow did not make sense for the film he was in. But he was so good 
we didn't care. <laughs> it didn't matter. It didn't matter if your dialect or your body language didn't make sense. It didn't matter because everything you're doing is captivating me. And if you're that kind of actor that can transcend the movie they're in and do something you're not, if you can kind of like Jim Carrey in his heyday do something that is beyond the material, but it just moves you, you it's hard to like now try to follow that formula because Val Val's performance wasn't. No, nah, it it's unique. capturing lightning in a bottle on some degree. And the worst thing you can try to do, arguably, is is mimic or duplicate a thing as opposed yeah. to start fresh, man. You're going to find your own inspiration along the way. And, and so- for all I knew, the director and Willow, you know, Ron Howard and the writer wrote Val's character to be your typical British type of. Yeah. For, and Val came in like, I want to do it this way. And we're like, you're a movie star. We trust you. Yeah. <laughs> So, so probably you, it might not have nothing to do with the people that made Willow, how why his performance became so great. That could have been all him as an actor, just having being fun, free, having fun. So and you're going to you, try to recreate that. You know what really bothered me with the series is is number one, yeah, the, number one, it was kind of boring, which was the biggest the, the 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 biggest sin of this show is that it's a little boring. Like that, fir- the fight in the first episode was dope, and then once the fight happened, I'm like, okay, I'm in this, and then. It just it and then, slows then the action, down. Yeah, and then that. the action just comes to a creeping halt. I'm like, all right, so now I'm with content that I'm watching it just for nostalgia purposes. I never really was into Willow. You know what my, my biggest memories of Willow are? Are the McDonald's toys or the cups <laughs> whatever McDonald's had. That's my biggest memory of Willow. But I was the because, breakfast cereal. There you go. So exactly. So you, I'm watching this as like, okay, I know this was big in the time. You know, it's a big 80s movie. Cool. I vaguely remember it, but you know, I'm sure I could just jump in without watching the original. Fine. But then to be boring on top of that is like... I didn't find the first episode... I, I It reminded me of Rings of Power, right? Because I didn't mm-hmm. watch Lord of the Rings, so I don't know anything. I had an easier time getting into this and enjoying this. I barely remember Willow 2. For me, it was... I was able to get past the things that didn't make too much sense to me because I thought the action, the way things looked were great, the monsters... But then when episode two just hit the brakes on you, yeah, and we're getting into this training montage, which, which it's is not a training montage. No, and it should have accelerated. Now Warwick Davis, who you've been waiting to be in the content, is in the content starting episode two. Let's yeah. get this mission on the road. But he's kind of just a dick. You have this girl who didn't even know she was the chosen one finds out and now you're forcing her to learn magic and she's like it's your fault i don't you know, know who i am yeah stop being and, a jerk about it i'll say this though that the last the last scene of episode two i'm optimistically hopeful for what episode three is because that guy walks in there punches her <laughs> sound in the face <laughs> and then he really does and then we get what I expected to happen. He knew it was not, happen. Yeah, yeah not not a, not a not a sprout, but the whole damn bush pops up at once. I was happy about that because I didn't want to wait right. ten episodes for her to find her magic. Like, she is the chosen one. She still might, Lawrence. She still might because she doesn't know that she's magic. She doesn't know she was successful because she got she got laid out. So then, she pretty much, it. pretty much, so far the beats are playing like the movie. We have this baby we have to take care of because it has power that is not known to it yet. It's kind of the same thing here. You have this girl that we got to take care of because she has power. She doesn't know what to use yet. And I'm kind of waiting for it to start. You know, like, you know, when you're sitting with a show and you're like, I can't wait for it to start. Yeah. Well, you know, the other feeling, the other problem is 
And this is kind of what the rogue thief character is about, right? They're missing Val's character in this content. And they don't have a good reason for why he's gone yet. And they're making it a mystery. So it's yeah. one or two things are going to happen. Either he died off camera, which sucks, because no one likes to find out the hero from the original movie just died off Doesn't somewhere. Or two, he will be in here and Val will do a cameo. But it's still not going to do what he did in the first movie justice if they find some way to pull that off. Well, he can't. I mean, I, I, so anyone who doesn't know Val Kilmer, I forget the name of the disease, but he's unable to speak at this point. If they pull, yeah, if they pull a, a, a top gun, a top gun, like, it, it, but we'll see him in a way that we wouldn't want to see his character. Right. He's not necessarily. Well, I mean, who, who's to say, right? But what did it cost him to get this mythical chest plate they're talking about, or? He went out to go save Alora Dannon and the rest of the village and died a, a real heroic death, which is who knows. But it's odd that his the what I mean is the energy of his character is a deficit from this content. Yeah. For obvious yeah. reasons. And his energy in the movie is what set it apart from freaking um Labyrinth, what set it apart from that joint with Tom Cruise. His energy, the energy they're missing in this content is what sets it apart from House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. It's like there's this modern chaotic energy that we need in this that they're trying to have with the kids that Val's very special. But it's also <laughs> too much. It's too much when it's all the kids and and the rogue character. Like you don't need it. Like one one wild card accent is what if it wants. I'm watching this wishing they did the Princess Bride instead. I'm like, I wish you'd have picked a different something different. I, I, I just Mine ruins something so wonderful though. Don't yeah. touch that. Yeah. That film is on the top of my list every time, and then I get rid of it because I don't even want anyone thinking about destroying that film. You need a good reason to open up the box after my happily ever after. Like right. don't 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 tell me it was happily ever after, and then, then we come back and find out they broke up two years after I saw them last. That's well, going to piss me off, man. This is what I was saying about the Batman thing. Like, instead of ha instead of starting this content at a deficit, they could have started it the complete opposite. Where the other one left off. This girl was saved. She's the chosen one. The realm has been protected. Everyone's, everyone's preparing because Willow, who's responsible for saving everything in the first place, had visions. So let's honor him by honoring his visions and be prepared when the shit hits the fan again but, that, but instead, that, that's the right that that's 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 what i call risky compelling writing because to do what they did is they just reverse engineered everything in their first movie you just right. made it so she goes into hiding she never knows about herself you guys just went right. backwards to kind of yes. like retell your story you're right yeah, Everything you're saying would have been way more compelling. Like this is why the Batman movie didn't work. You didn't honor what you'd set up. You went back, and now you know that it's going to be a struggle. Instead of instead of being thrilled when it doesn't work out for them, and that's why I think we didn't care for Matrix Three because instead of it Ugh. going forward, you found a way to put Neo back in the Matrix. You found a way to like, go the restart, and and that's why Cobra Kai is dope because we pick up Johnny Lawrence and Cobra Kai. He never got over that tournament. He's a freaking bum. Daniel LaRusso, successful man. He's the man in the valley, owns a car dealership. He kind of becomes a dick. He kind of goes to his head. They meet. And it's like, wow, you guys didn't go backwards to make him the bully. You switched their roles because of what happened at that tournament. It actually right. goes, pushes the story forward. 
Willow, Matrix, other things go backwards to go forward. And yeah. Yeah. You know, it was weird too. The tone was weird. Like, so we come in and it's very, very serious, very, very fantasy. And then there's like these weird, like, joking moments that feel so. The exchanges feel, especially when they were like on when they started their their trek, and they're all together, and then she's talking about how she's a phenomenal cook. Their exchanges feel like it's almost a modern day exchange. It completely took me out of the realm. It took me out of the world. It took me out of everything. And then I'm like, I feel like they don't know how they want to portray it, how they want to be, and it it was just hard for me because I'm I'm struggling with the content to begin with. And now I'm not I'm not engulfed in what's going on. I'm not engulfed in the story. I'm not engulfed in the world. And now now this is pushing me out of it even more. I'm like in the movie, Jack, was Val Kilmer's character the only one that felt like you're from somewhere else? Did everyone else still sound and kind of follow suit to what you expect, or was everything nah, kind of it was modern? way more eclectic? It was way more eclectic, and so everything felt okay to be different. In this content, though, it's so insular. Right. It's like we're that's why it stuck out. If it was like an open world game, then I'd be like, okay, there's a lot of influences in this world. But they Mm. start they start the content by expressing to us how they've put a bubble over this section of the planet to insulate it from all outdoor threats because they know the threat exists, which also doesn't make sense why they'd be hiding everything instead of preparing. Right, they right. Put a bubble over it because they acknowledge that his visions are true and they exist. And they even acknowledge that the bubble is not going to hold off the bad guys for that long. It's it's just a temporary shield. So if you're going to go through all the trouble of putting a bubble, why wouldn't you develop the one person, the one weapon that would actually save the realm? Yeah, and then and the, and this is the other thing that I just they go out of their way in the opening couple shots of the scenes of the movie to let us know that they hid. Enora Dannon from everyone, including themselves, mm. right? They went out of the way to say that a few times. And so that's, so, you know, as an audience member, we know, okay, someone's going to be the chosen child. And I go, well, it could be her daughter, could be her daughter's best friend, pseudo girlfriend, who knows what's going on in yeah. that relationship entirely. Yeah. Or the only other character we're introduced to who could be the child is the cook who makes muffins and you're like okay so it's obviously going to be the cook and we know that and so i was so thankful that by the end of episode one they just gave it to us instead of dragging that out for nine episodes i'm like okay at least we can get on with the content there Mm. but but it also defied the whole logic of it because they said we hid her and we hid her from ourselves and you hit her i guess you would you probably would try to put her under your nose right yeah, but you make her a cook. She didn't hide her from anyone. Her life didn't hide her at all. It's like <laughs> you hit her in plain sight, right? That's the whole thing. You hit her in plain sight. But it made no sense. It, but it made no sense because everyone knew who she was. Warwick's character, Willow, knew who she was. Uh, How do you Matt find Morgan, out what made him? What, what made him? Her. He, My man just like, yeah, he just like stopped. He was like, wait a minute, you look familiar. Let me touch your armpit real quick. Ah, she has the mark. They had a special bond, clearly. Did but they? he knew her as a child, too. So it's, not, it's like, well, at what point did they hide her? You know, right. it, wasn't, it wasn't a secret that was really hidden from anyone other they, than her. They didn't herself. hide her when she was a baby. They hid her when she was five. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you see Willow show up there, and then he has that, that weird interaction, like, you've disrespected me. I'll never be your friend again, or some weird, like, exchange. Also, why does she have blonde hair? 
Well, you know, because they didn't want us. They that was the what is it called when they yeah, when they lie no. when they lie to like throw us off the trail. So I'm she's just she she doesn't have red hair just so we don't think it's her. For I will say this: the flashback uh, Willow keeps having in like the war zone. I'm like that part of the content looks like it could be. And the, you're right, Chris, man, the combat at the beginning of the film was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was dope. I, I, I wasn't too mad of episode one because I was, of where, where it ended. But the acting, the costuming was like, where'd you guys get all these costumes from Target or something? Like the whole textured tone of that first episode, I found way more offensive <laughs> than episode two, which I, which I thought the problem with episode two was, you're right, they like. You know, we don't care about no texture. We don't <laughs> care about texture like the way you care about texture. <laughs> My issue was how I'll go with you for the ride, man. But once the bad guys come, the demons are here. We don't slow this. And it wasn't like it slowed down for me. Like I get bored. It was like, you show me there's a threat. The prince was taken. The sister was like, I need to find my brother because he can die at any day. It didn't make sense for these characters to just sit still and wait. Just yeah. because you're telling me she can do powers, I don't care. My brother could right. be dead right now. I was gonna go. I was gonna go save my brother before she had powers. I was gonna why go save gonna my brother now? by myself. Right. I was why am I gonna go stop myself. now that she has powers? And then sit around oh. in the grass waiting for her to grow a root. It's like it, it didn't make sense for these characters to slow no. down. It needed to be on the go training, not or Willow and her, or you splinter the stories. I'm gonna sure. go get my brother, and my best friend's coming with me. And Willow's like, I think that's a bad idea. I don't care what you think. So Willow, I'm gonna train her. Like, so then, you know, splintered stories yeah, going off. When you're magic, directions. just teleport over there and help us. Well, you know? but the yeah. other thing is, the second the 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 one prince kid started playing the flute, I'm like, all right, so we've put to, together the Dungeons and Dragons team. We got the the flute player we got the person who's the making the food we got the wizards coming up we got the barbarian character it's like it started feeling so stockish but that's all this content right i mean that's witcher right but that's but that's but not witcher what has action which is not boring yeah. look i can take your tropes i can take your stockish i can take your mistakes in tone but again i can't excuse you for being boring i didn't think the first episode was boring no, the first episode wasn't. No, it was boring until that action happened. Until that action happened, I was engaged after those it's bad guys. Shut up! It, every every show has. Oh, you didn't care about the characters. That's the problem. No, I did it. And then episode two was just like it's you're so right. Boring. It just stopped, and it just was slow. And I'm like, I'm watching this. And I'm like, you know what? I'd rather be watching Office reruns. Reruns. Dang. <laughs> well, I, Office reruns pretty good. Oh, Office is amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, what intrigued me though was. Willow's vision is for all of us to survive, she has to die. That mm -hmm. part intrigues me because now you're training her up to eventually die. That part, I'm like, oh, I want to see how that thread plays out. How does that work? Because that's interesting. That's the most interesting thing for me that came out of all this content is, you know, you're sending her to her death. Yeah, but no, no, you don't. Because a couple of things. One, in that vision, he's fully bearded and a little older. So how far in the future is that? Who knows? Time jump. Two, two, that is so clearly one what do you say? Time, time jump. Time jump. Wait. Wait, what I'm saying though, we're seeing a uh snippet of his vision, which is probably 
the snippet he keeps seeing, which in that vision or that portion of his dream, he believes that she's dead because he goes up to her. But that that plays out in the next second. She goes <gasps> and she's alive. Either he way, she's not dead. Either way, I don't care if she lives or dies. To me, it's interesting that Willow believes this, yet he's still okay. going to train her anyway. So regardless of the outcome, he thinks he's sending her to her death. Well, and you know, true character is shown by that because you in in if that's the premise that we agree to, that he has that knowledge, at some point he's going to tell her. And at some point she's going to have to make the hero's decision to either carry on or get off the train. And we know she's going to carry on. So then that's a defining moment, which, which is, which is ultimately makes it in yeah, That makes, that makes it, I'm like, but it's start but there, it's, <laughs> but it's not interesting. If it's a conversation we have to watch film is cinema. Cinema is cinematic because it's action in motion. Yo, episode two. That's what got me. He monologued so much about everything. Right. Yeah. He monologued about the powers. He monologued about well, the, the Okay, it was if you if you if you go back speech, if you watch if you watch Willow if you watch if you go back and watch the movie Willow what's lame but also a shout out to the movie is it's literally just the dialogue he's now saying the dialogue that the village elder at the time told him about magic being the undercurrent of the universe about how you know the finger thing is it's ultimately just you are the one fingering <laughs> right right so on some level there might be it's nice that they're they're saying we acknowledge the first film but it's also you can't go back and redo the first film and that's the problem when you have sequel series that somehow just it's like why the brian singer superman movie was trash they just redid superman one but with brandon ralph and it didn't work and not to knock any movies or series that come out oh, in the well, 80s well, or let's, 90s let's knock them Come on. But the audience audience has become more sophisticated. Willow would not work oh, if it came debatable. out now. It's low-hanging fruit for a lot of us. No, we're going to pretend that Game of Thrones came out in the last 10 years. So audiences became more sophisticated. Therefore, you can't just drop a Willow. You have an audience that went through Game of Thrones. You have an audience that watched Lord of the, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like they, They're more sophisticated. We're on the other end of Scorsese's career. Like film, People watch films different than they did back in the day. So if you're going to do something for nostalgia, understand the audience watching this have watched the evolution of the content you're referring to. For the last 30 years, we've watched the evolution of it. So you're going back to the original, and it's like Superman 1 does not work today as is. We've grown up past 1978. And sometimes I feel like they think that we're more nostalgic than we are. That's why I talk about Cobra Kai. It's nostalgic, but it also moves it forward these these films are nostalgic because of one one of two reasons one the content was either really great back then and so we're nostalgic because the content was great which means whatever you're doing now needs to be great doesn't need to be the same thing again it just needs to be great on its own or two we were idiots because we were young children and had no idea what we were watching no, in which case it's just it's more sophisticated like richard donna superman i'll make you believe a man can fly you, now everyone fly. It doesn't matter. Like that was great then. Now you got to do more than make me believe a guy can fly. Now that's easy. Now you got to add depth to it. Now you got to show me the the wind in his hair. Now you got to show me where what part of his body is moving through gravity because what you did with Chris Reeve was great in '78, but in 2022, 
we demand we require more now. Because it was so great then, we require more now. And some of these shows are leaning on what was great then. And it's like, you know, we just finished watching the most expensive fantasy show that a lot of people didn't even like. Which is Rings of Power. So that, that should show you like the expectation now is way different. You know, and there's something. Here's another thing about Willow. Maybe a lot of people may or may not know. Willow pioneered. It was one of those films that early on actually pioneered modern day CGI. So without Willow, there would have been no T2. Without Willow, there would have been no this or this or that or that. And so there was something that that movie had set its own bar and its own kind of standards for what it was trying to do at the time, whether it was a good movie or not, you know, that if you're going to do a sequel series, I'm not saying you got to pioneer technology, but you got to do something. Uh, And I'm not saying they're not, but it's like, it's too early to tell. Because they're only in episode two, but I keep going back to Cobra Kai. If you watch Cobra Kai episode one, you see the reason why it exists. Yeah, The bad guy never got over losing, and it right. ruined his life. I see why this show exists. I don't know why this show exists right now. You told me by the end of Willow, they saved the day. The baby was safe. Oh, no, she's not safe anymore. That's not a reason to exist. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Are you going to watch episode three? Who here is going to watch it? Honestly, who's going to watch episode three? I'm going to... I, that's what I'm saying. I'm optimistic. I'm going to give it one more episode for sure. I'll watch episode oh, three. I got too many things to watch. I, w- I wouldn't not watch it. I just got a lot. This is. I wouldn't not watch it. I'm just not going to watch it. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> not watch yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. What? It's just, well, like Rich, like you said, when we were kids, time wasn't the currency it is now. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, man, I would watch episode three, but I also haven't finished Superman and Lois. Chainsaw Man, I'm behind. I'm way behind on my year academia. Am I gonna like throw this to the top of the heap? Look, and unless, I got games I haven't played. Yeah, unless unless yeah. all of a sudden oh, everyone yeah, got a got a war dropped. So there is that. Mm. Unless some so the internet starts going crazy about Willow because episode four, three, four, five, it completely changes and becomes like extremely captivating. Okay, I'll get back. You know, what? I'll say this. I- I'll say this. I will watch episode three, just like I did with Andor. The first episodes that drop, you kind of have to look at it as one big pilot. The next one, next week, will let me know where we're going. Andor, when we came, but- when I came back for episode four in Andor, and it was like, oh, we're still taking our time. It's not for me. You know, I like, I like, I like. Uh, what's her name? The 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 the, the, the Empress. Yeah. Oh, well, she, she was, was funny to me. She yeah. was hilarious when she was trying to do the spell. She's funny. Mm. I like her. She's funny. Yeah. He isn't. Am I the only one? Yeah. Bueller. You, you talk about Bueller. Nora? Yes. I thought she was funny. Rough, rough. <laughs> she had me rolling with that. It was nice. But by, but by the end of it, you're like, okay, it was nice that she was struggling so much it mattered. You know? Yeah. Because you watched her not care, not believe, care, get frustrated. Believe in herself, then get disappointed. Like she carried a whole arc in like ten minutes. Like the the <laughs> potential, the, the seeds, the seeds for the content to actually be pretty decent is there. So yeah, I'm gonna get I, another episode. We'll, we'll see. I'll let you know. I'll jump right. in. I, I'll do episode three. First episode is their pilot, so uh, I'm gonna check it out. But I will say this, Chainsaw Man. I didn't need to question it. I'm, I was in it. You know, Chainsaw like that Man. was right off jump. Yeah. And, and, even and, even when you learn that his his motivations became pervy, you're still like, okay. 
Let's call him adolescent. And he didn't exactly have parents to raise him in the right direction. Very true. He raised himself pretty much. But you know what's great? I'll tell you what's great about it, though. Because he did kill the monster and he did get a chance to touch her boobs. And he didn't. I mean, when he did it, he was like, I thought it'd be better. Like he felt nothing. And then he was with the girl who's kind of the boss mm-hmm. who told him the reason why it was nothing to you is because she didn't matter to you. And then she mm-hmm. starts whispering in his ear. Yeah. And she starts telling him all the things that mattered mm-hmm. without even touching her. He fell to the ground and was sweating. Oh, yeah. So it's like, on t- although it seems like pervy or adolescent, but they're also laying in like, this is what you really want. Mm-hmm. It was it was so smart, Rich. Because, yeah, no. he was disappointed. He was like, he was. oh, that was nothing. He was like, ah. Oh. That's it. And then, and then she was like, oh, the reason why is because... And he was like, oh! It was good. It was so... Oh, was, cha- yo, Chainsaw Man is dope. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Chris, I know you don't do anime. Come on. No, I like Chainsaw Man. I did like Chainsaw Man. Come back. I like the better... Look, that's how, my, that's how good Willow is that we're talking about Chainsaw Man. Man. <laughs> all right. On that note... What do you guys? Okay, we don't usually, yeah, we don't really rate not, uh, not this stuff, two, not episodes. two episodes, but we do rate Question whether is, we're coming back or not. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll come I'm, back. I'm, I'm coming back. I'll check out the next episode. That's, that's a, a week three that I'm coming back. You you said you oh weak, but he's coming back. Week, week Richard three. Wilson, the very critical weak, one, is very weak. Three. One more shot. Well, well you hey, very week three that I'll come back. So that's like a yeah. That's generous. Maybe, maybe, when time maybe. is the rarest commodity we have on this planet, he's willing to give you another 45 minutes of his. So, Willow, don't disappoint. Listen, let me let me throw this caveat in there. If I do come back, it's not going to be next week. It'll probably be like two, three weeks from, from now. Then I'll watch oh, yeah. this episode through. Oh, yeah. I ain't tell you when I'm watching episode yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you that I probably and will. And that's the only way I'm coming back if this... I see the internet go crazy, and they say, "Oh my goodness, Willow's so amazing! It got so good." And come back. If, if, should, uh, if, if, if I if I if I didn't have a heart, I'd say the three of us should prank Chris and tell him, "Dude, you gotta watch." <laughs> <laughs> I care too much about your time to follow through with that. But that, I appreciate I honestly, that. I hope we have a reason to come back and tell him that. I, mean, I would I love to too. come back and tell you you're missing something. And and yeah. yo, real talk. It wasn't bad to me. Like Willow wasn't bad. It wasn't like a bad content. It just was, it slowed down where I wanted it to speed up, and I didn't care about the characters as much as I should have. But like we we've seen bad things. This wasn't of course, yeah, bad. yeah. I wouldn't say it's bad. I just it's just boring. That's all. It's just boring. And it had mm-hmm. moments. It had moments, but it wasn't terrible. No, but no, it just it's wasn't. not good enough for me to come back unless something happens. I'm not coming back. Fair all right. Enough. All right. Well. So that is Willow. Chris. Yo. Recommendations, man. Yeah. So. Recommendations, man. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. It's not like that corner <laughs> boy. <laughs> so, we, so we talked about Willow, the uh, 80s movie that became a TV series. I want to talk about some 80s slash early 90s movies that became cartoons. He just wants to talk about Ghostbusters when he wants to talk about Well, (laughs) my number one, Jack. Jack, 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 Yes. So, yes. Ghostbusters is my number one. The real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters, number one. But there's some other fun ones they should should revisit. The Disney content, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. I put it together in one. 
but they were actually pretty good content. The Aladdin cartoon was dope. Yeah. I remember it. And that was pretty the good. Video game. The Aladdin video game was pretty fun okay. too. Time out. Those Disney video games at the time, I had them on Game Gear. The graphics yeah. were just head and shoulders above whatever else was going on at the time. Had them all. Tailspin. Yeah. So Disney kills it. Disney I guess did, uh, Disney's still killing it. What am I talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys remember the Back to the Future cartoon? Yes. Yeah. Good times. Fun times, man. And Killed it you. was a sequel to the movies. Like it picked yes. up from where it did. Up. It did. Not as much as Ghostbusters. If you watch the first cartoon of Ghostbusters, it actually picks up exactly, exactly right after Ghostbusters one ends. Because hmm. their their suits are so inundated with 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 uh ecto energy that the suits become alive that's then, why they get rid of their costumes and they go yes, to the and that's why they have that's why their costumes are different in the cartoon than it is in the movies when the movie first starts they have the same outfits from the movie when the cartoon so are, you, first are you saying the cartoon is canon chris yes absolutely so then where does ghostbusters 2 fall mm, i don't know that's a good question where's dana in the cartoons chris well, Dana leaves. We know from Ghostbusters 2, she leaves Peter Venkman. So she's probably out with freaking that stiff. Lawrence, <laughs> 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 you talk about Cobra Kai. Yes. Do you remember the Karate Kid cartoon? Yeah. Vaguely. Ba- I barely remember it, but yes. Yes. I have the toys to that cartoon. cartoon? Yes, Jack. That's on next on my list, Rambo cartoon, and we talked about that. How that was, we talked about that during Terminator. That was R-rated content that got yeah. converted to a children's television. All of show. it was Robocop, yeah. Terminator. Ro- Robocop, yeah. Robocop is next on my list. Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> it almost feels like we grew up in this list. I know. So yeah. So th- so that's it. That's all I had. But uh, Dude, yeah, the eighties were weird. Remember that? Shit? Remember that cartoon, Cops. That's a weird yes, cartoon. Right? <laughs> time. Of course. But it was like weird. It was like weird. I love yeah. I had I had the toys too. Me too. And the I had the one guy, it was a bulletproof that had he was like half like brick, his arms and legs were brick. Yeah. Very interesting. It's some yes. weird cartoons, man. Yes. Um, Hold on. Great cartoons. Um oh, Chris. Man. You knocked out the Jack. Usually, he's, he's been hating on your recommendations lately. Well, I, Jack gave ha- me quite recommendations two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, Chris <laughs> got in his feelings. <laughs> but those rec- two weeks ago, those recommendations was mad questionable. <laughs> they were mad questionable. Yeah, wow. And the debate answers. Your debate answer this week well, was way better. Yo, your debates have gotten better too, Chris. Well, I am, well, I they ebb and flow. Man, Rich, you stay consistent. You stay killing it. Jack, you never disappoint. Lawrence, you're a god among men. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. real quick. Let me just Another Messiah reference. <laughs> That's Chris? Caps. Yeah. That's Caps fighting First crime. of all, so Chris Who's just... Dick Tracy? I don't know, but this this, this show was... Is this that show Black Dick Tracy? That's Black Dick Tracy. Look at that yeah, Black Dick yeah. right there. It was... It was, it was <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. What? What? Look at him. So Chris is showing us. Oh man! 
So for those listening, this is everyone. Chris just showed us a graphic on the screen of the cops cartoon. Chris, I hate that you have that much power on this platform. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I thought I was manning the controls here. I don't even know how you did it. <laughs> I just take control, baby. Man. Um, well, that's our show, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you download and make sure you like and share this joint and write a review. It helps the algorithm. We also have a YouTube channel. Check us out there. We have so many videos and playlists, reviews, unboxings, toy hunts. We got it all. We're also on Instagram. We're on TikTok. Make sure you come back because we are here. We'll be back next time. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Boom. For those just listening to everyone, Rich just did air drums. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Peace. <laughs>